Okay. Welcome to the fourth grand inaugural Slackcast with your Oaks with your with your hosts Alex, Josh, and Baird. He said Oaks. I did. The Slackcast is the only podcast that covers topics such as watches, adventure, travel, diving, driving, and orphan teeth. And this, <laughs> this Slackcast is intended as more of a QA structure to help our community members out of their collector dilemmas. We're a tactical team to help you make better decisions with your timepiece selection. Also with Baird. Yeah, uh, I'm not as good as helping with helping out about timepiece selections because I'm like, yeah, the cheap bulb over there is great. I just disagree with you about that. I think that <laughs> I think that you're good at that. My question for the Slack for the the Slack audience is, what watch would you wear for a hot Carl? If if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah. For a what? A hot Carl. What the hell is a hot Carl? I assume that has to be something like a Mississippi mudslide. It's. I, I believe it's when you uh, you you have your fine lady friend uh, take a deuce on your chest. Oh, that's a Cleveland steamer. Oh yeah. yes, it is a, a Cleveland steamer. At least where I, I grew up, there's a hot Carl. Then there's the uh, the uh, Alabama steam pot. Uh, Does that involve a sunroof? Just get on Urban Dictionary and look that up. Okay. The only, the only other ones I can remember just seem to be uh, completely racist, so I'm not even going there. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's been like five months since we've done one of these. It's been a long time. It has been a while. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. So I, I have an interesting um, thing before we get on to uh, important business. I, um, I got a little emulator device that I've just been absolutely thrilled with, um, a little handheld portable like uh, computer from China. Is it a Huawei? It's not a Huawei. It's, um, it's made by a company called Retroid, and it lets you play every Super Nintendo game, every MAME game, um, you just got to load it up with ROMs. It's really super awesome. It's like a little little open source computer. And you said you've been busy working. Yeah. When I say <laughs> when I say working, I mean um, beating levels, going to the the meeting, clicking the Zoom link, and then playing Super Mario World um, for the rest of the meeting. It's really good. It's uh, very nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Oops. Very enjoyable. If you have not ever destroyed yourself with um, the ability to have emulators, it's just super fun. I haven't done this in a long time, so. I yeah. haven't. All right. What you wearing today, Alex? I'm just jumping ahead to the wrist checks. That's that's cool. I got the the planet brochure. The, the brochure, yeah. The Planet Brochure. Uh, yeah. You know, I got to, I actually got to hold a modern Omega recently for the first time. And? It was pretty nice. So. I didn't want to give it back. <laughs> it, it was nice, but do you, do you, did you, know what the retail price of it was when you were looking at it is it like you think it's way way overpriced i don't know what he paid for it well the the His modern bought it for him. okay well the, the modern seamaster 300ms are like uh 
I think five thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. I think that's what I assumed. So because um, it was probably in the five to six range. Yeah, I I think that it's that quality. Um, but I mean, I guess that has to do with how much money you have, right? Like, it's it depends. The, the the thing about it, like, you know, the hard thing for me is that there are very few people around here that are like really big into watches. So I don't get to see a lot of really expensive ones and I never grew up around anybody with expensive ones and they're not just on every street corner around here. You know, the closest ADs are hours away for these big name brands. So, you know, to me, what I saw when I had the Omega was, man, the fit and finish is really good. You know, the way the bracelet's made is really good. The bezel is really good. The You know, all these little things that, you know, I guess, you know, yeah, it just tells Tom like everything else. But, you know, it was kind of neat to see. And I guess see the difference because I was wearing a Seiko SKX that day and just kind of to see the difference between the finish and the metallurgy and, you know, all these little details, you know, it's kind of neat. It, it's basically like $4,500 of finishing though. Like if you want to think about it that way, the finishing is a lot better because it's a lot more expensive. So that makes sense. I'd probably say that the manufacturing process is probably slightly different. Like the QC. pretty cool. Like oh, how, yeah, like, I'm sure. Like how they make the dials versus the indices versus, you, you know, just uh, the bezels, probably the material choices. Um, yeah, they're not, they're not made out of liquid metal on the SKX line, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, it's just everything was so, like, uh, I guess, sharp. It's it's like a 4K TV versus a you know a 19 inch Zenith from 1993, yep. you know. It's yeah. it's they both do the same thing, but one of them is just extremely sharper. You know, little tiny things you notice are you know the print is crisper. Um, you know, and it does have his that one did have the exhibition case bag. You know, so I did get to see the, you know, I did get to look in at the at the coaxial movement, like actually put my eyeball on it. And that was kind of cool. That's cool. How did you feel about the sizing and the fit of it? Or did you, did you get to get a good feel for that? You know, uh, it felt, I mean, it, it wore really well. I, I think what size is that? I didn't look it up. So it's uh, a, is it 42, uh, 41? It's, it's 42. The old ones are 41. Um, but it's like really flat. And um, I think it's about 13 millimeters thick. I, th I was going to say it felt like a 42. Like when I put it on my wrist, it felt like a 42. And to be honest with you, I, I, I like, I, th I, I like a, you know, I like a dive watch at about 40 and 41. But so, but it was, you know, uh, and you're right. It's not very thick. That's cool. Uh, it's got the 30. good. It's got the good micro adjust. Um, that's really, for me, that's, the that big, was cool. That's the big, standout. I played with that. Yeah. yeah. I played with that and that was really neat. And he didn't know that was there. Oh, very good. You know, so I, he, he showed it to me. I was like, Oh my God, you just press here, you know? Yeah. And he was like, what's that do? <laughs> what a, what a great 
uh, way to get a gift to not know that it has micro adjust on your five thousand dollar watch. They don't know. Like he, you know, he's the funny thing is, is that's my general manager at our dealership, and he, he, uh, he's not a jewelry guy. Like he's, it's, it's almost, and I don't want to say pain, painting him to wear it, but you know, he's just not into flashy stuff. His brother is, but his brother's a wealth enthusiast. So his brother doesn't know anything about watches because he doesn't give a shit. It's, you know, this cost me 26 grand. That's what that is. Yeah. That's a, it's kind of distasteful, right? But the other brother is, he doesn't know about it just because it's, it's just not his thing. It's outside of stuff he even tracks. Right. They do drive flashy cars, but he doesn't do the jewelry. And I saw him today and I looked down and he said, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it today. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> Finger guns. Damn right. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah. Nice. Josh, what are you wearing? I am wearing my delivered today Bulova Chronograph A reissue. It's the non-limited quartz version with the... Uh, silverly, silverly, wow, silvery, uh, ivory colored, um, vertically finished dial with the blue surfboard, blue bezel, orange on the, is for the countdown timer. And it's pretty cool. It reminds me exactly of the, uh, chronograph B I used to own and, um, and it's size proportion and it's. I just need to like put my fist through a, a couple of chain link fence or something and just uh, give it some uh, give it some patina and uh, this is going to be I think a sweet watch to wear. Um, and it's, it's not forty four millimeters. No, it's it's not like the the big uh, reissue uh, double dive. It's just a. I, s- I still want the green one. Yeah, like, I, I I keep thinking about the orange one, but um, it's a bit much for my taste. But um, doesn't stop the the wanting but this just feels like it's just the right size and it seems to be like really well done like the indices are applied and really shiny um the loom on the on the indices and hands is crap but the loom pip is like fucking nuclear i don't understand that one but um it was made in a different factory probably different department (laughs) (laughs) right But yeah, it's it's a cool piece. And I'm kind of excited to see if it sticks. We ground up scorpions for the loom pip, but for the actual hands themselves, we just put a little bit of like, you know, radioactive paint. That's it. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that about Bulva so much. I just wish they. I don't is, know. Bulva Bulova is a swatch group, right? No, no, they're owned by Citizen. Yeah. Okay. That's why that's why they've gotten a little bit better over the last decade. Because two decades ago they were trash. Um, but and that's why a lot of their stuff has Miotas in it. Gotcha. It's all Miota stuff now. It's definitely an improvement versus the alternative. Oh, I, I I definitely think it's an improvement. There's no doubt. Like it's a step in the right direction. They're still trying to they still have to, you know, cater to the mall crowd as well as the but they're, they're trying to branch out a little bit here. And maybe they're listening to people now and being like, hey, if you reissue this, can you make it a little smaller? 
But, you know, the funny thing about that one, I was telling you, I think it's got a Miyota OS 61, OS 60 in it or something, uh, which that movement is quite a bit smaller than the uh, ultra-high-frequency chronograph like in the Lunar Pilot. So maybe that's why they went with that one, because they could put it on a smaller case. I don't know. All right, Barry, what you got on? I've got on my uh, I've got on my uh, Mito Commander eighty two ninety nine, the vintage one. I, <gasps> I, think, I think we have an intruder. Yes, we have a surprised guest. It's quite on. I, I can't hear. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're on I the love podcast. box burgers. I was getting saucy. Yeah. I guess we'll just continue because. Yeah. Yeah. I, mi- I missed the whole watch. Yeah. You got so, uh, to. Sorry. Commander? Yeah. I've got on my, yeah. My Mito commander, uh, 8299, the, the day, day present, nice. you know, the, I've been on a vintage kick lately, so I've been wearing a lot of the, uh, a lot of the vintage watches I have for some reason. I don't know why. Is that the gold one? No, it's it's stainless. Oh, okay. This one's stainless. Um, and this is the one that uh, kind of, it's got the president style bracelet on and everything. And it just, it's janky and I love it. I don't know. It doesn't have solid in links. You know, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's a cool watch. I like this one. I don't think I could get rid of it. <laughs> As I said, same thing with my junkers in the drawer. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's, just, I just cannot either read or hear that name without thinking of uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back and him just going, I am the clit commander. <laughs> and yes. Well, I mean, what else would you think? Certainly not the multi-fort or anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> or or the- cork crowns. Yeah, right. Court yeah. gaskets. That's a cool idea. Like, they were definitely innovative. Yeah. Oh, I think I fixed it. Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Yes? Yes. Yes. All right, cool. And um, uh, it's time for your wrist check now, Michael. Uh, okay. It's the, uh, uh, this thing. <clears throat> The IWC. What's that? The UIC. Yep. The uh, UIC Spitfire Chronograph. Yeah. Tis a beauty. Dude, that thing's bad. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's all my wife's fault. Uh, she's I, the one that approved it. I knew uh, that was going to be the one. That's dangerous. That's cool. Did you? Yeah, I I, I could actually I I couldn't stand the. Uh, the big pilot 43 it was kind of it was kind of lame actually uh I, I did not enjoy that watch after trying it on and the big pilot was just ridiculous honestly it didn't have like the, the the problem that the other ones had where they're not using in-house movements and like the the date doesn't like line up properly with the dial I think my main issue was the, the fact that it didn't have the power reserve, first of all, and uh, I, I missed the date 
I think above all else. So those those two little features that you get with the big pilot, uh, it was just kind of weird to look at a watch and say that it was a big pilot and not see it with those features. So that makes sense. Cool. Very cool pickup. Yeah. Yeah. So your wife so your wife has blessed the Panerai and the IWC. Right? Yeah, so so she got she actually got really upset um, because back before we were married, I um, I would drag her along to different watch shops and say like, oh this this is a cool IWC pilots watch or whatever, and um, I think over the course of seven years, she um, would constantly hear me bitching about wanting to buy one of these. Um, and when I went to the shop there in Scottsdale, I, uh, I was like, oh, this is a cool watch and, uh, you know, it, it, it fits my style overall. It's something that I've been looking for, but I, I think I'm just not going to do it, you know, cause it's, it's expensive. It's not something that I planned on. Uh, and then she kind of stopped me and said, I've been hearing you bitch about IWC for the past seven years. Uh, I'm not gonna let you walk away from this. So, <laughs> so good. amazing. It was actually it was kind of fun. So, but I, I guess it had to happen, and you know I'm 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 grateful That's a overall and and very blessed to uh, to have this watch. Can you have uh, could you have Nor maybe call my wife and tell her that <gasps> there's a Tudor place in Asheville? Yeah. Hey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you have to influence some of the other wives if that's cool she's down <laughs> yeah and maybe we get maybe we get a josh's wife and uh if uh nor doesn't do not the nice way doesn't work josh's wife could scare her into fucking letting you buy a watch let me tell you something little wife could be a scary person little good cop bad cop <laughs> So what's everyone up to? What is it? Just you, uh, you three on this call? Yeah. Yes. It's like it's like it's like TBWS after hours. Yeah, after dark. Yeah. With more dick. Or less, depending on the day. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure out where everyone is. So Baird, you're in Franklin. No, I'm in uh, Bristol, Tennessee. Okay. Which is over on that border of Virginia. There's nothing here. Okay. And Alex, you're in Southern California? I'm in Lawrenceville, which is outside of Atlanta. Oh, way off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Josh, you're uh Chicago? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. So you're by uh Steve then. Yes. Okay. And also, as, as we found out, because Steve bought a watch from someone who lives like a mile or two from me, uh, that guy Pete uh, chilling with watch, chilling with watches on you on the Instagrams. He lives over in Verona, which is like literally like across the river from my house, which is kind of neat. There's a TBWS listener in Johnson City, which is the next town over, and he keeps saying we should get together for drinks. But I don't know. He might be weird. I mean, he listens to the show. He's probably going to kill you. He might. That's what I'm worried about. Take me back and rape me or something. 
just not be able to control himself. Just have him buy you dinner first. <laughs> that's, that's a fair <laughs> assumption. Or worse, he might make you buy a Vostok. <laughs> buy one. I might actually have one coming soon. A Vostok? How bad did you? How many? How many steps did you hit your head on when you fell, Mike? It's been it's been pretty bad. I I think I would I would not recommend trying to abstain from purchases for as long as I did. It's uh, it's not good. The, the rebound effect is in, in, in is pretty epic, huh? That, yeah, it's exactly it. And I think I I feel like I'm a pretty disciplined person overall, but this this did not work out. <laughs> not not at all. Oh, that's funny. Well, I mean, maybe you'll eventually just sell them to me. Like I, ha I have your um, seven zero zero two over here on the, on the, uh, on the, the counter. So true. How you, how is that? Don't thing? you mean the shrine? Yeah, it's it's on the shrine. It's uh, it's lovely. It keeps time great, which is not at all what I led was led to believe. To to uh, think about it, it's uh, I even read it on the time graph. It was like three slow like three seconds a day or something and it's a 40 year old seiko watch that's pretty awesome it's so funny i i bought that watch to celebrate the fact that i got hired by the faa and so right before i shipped out to oklahoma city um i bought that watch on ebay and i i was like i i forgot the guy that sold it to me but but i was just like can you just please just please send that to me within this time frame, I'm leaving Miami and I'm going to OKC within like, like less than a week. And he was, he was so nice. And it was just, I, I, I will never forget buying that watch if that makes sense. So That's it's, cool. it's just, uh, it's kind of funny that you can buy really cool 7,002s for less money than SKX 007s today. That does seem weird. It's a bunch of them with bonefish hands on eBay. Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, in like 2016, there a lot of them were parts watches. So I don't know when you bought this, but um, back when I was buying those and similar models to them up, um, everything that you would find was just um, assembled together in like Thailand by Loy's watch, and it was all it looked nice externally, but it was just trash inside. Yeah, I can see that. There's Seiko. It's getting weirder these days, and I just I, I don't really know what to focus on anymore when it comes to Seiko. I I almost went nuts buying uh, Seikos that I have lost recently, um, but I'm just not really sure if that's the the best way to go. Um, for for now, I'll, I'll just enjoy that SRP that I have. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, if you can collect stuff that's like not precious in the sense of, um, you know, it, like keeps time and it's like modern, that's probably a good way to go if that's, if you can get away with only doing that, you know. So I wanted to talk about the, uh, the Uncle Faco stuff that we had happen here, um, was a week ago? Yep. On Instagram. This week? 
Yeah, those, I think those pink dials. Yes, the, yeah, the salmon dials. The the we'll, salmon or, dial replica watches that Uncle Seiko is trying to sell. So, if no one has the context, uh, Larry or Uncle Seiko, or, excuse me, Uncle Seiko, bought up uh, something like a dozen Sarb thirty threes, thirty fives, and then he made eight salmon colored dials, which were branded. Oh, the call's about to end. Oh, I gotta send a new link. All right, we'll continue the story on the flip side. Give me two seconds, and I'll post another link in the meetup. We're totally amateur hour here, Mike. None of your fancy uh, podcast stuff. I'll edit this out. All right, I'll be right back. About each our own nonsense, and I was like, I was like, I actually went. Given the fact that I wanted to to be quite disrespectful, I was kind of like, hey man, like just like. I think all of us bond over this ability to have a conversation and like and I said, I hate quoting people, especially watch bloggers, but uh, um, James Stacy once said, um, strong opinions hold loosely, held loosely. And like, that's a good place. That's, you know, I think everyone here is willing to take that approach here, but like, just be kind. And then like a couple more comments and he just deactivated his account. Really? So he's not here anymore? I think I think he's still hanging watchdog, but I don't think he's like active on the Slack or he deleted his account. Yeah, I, I did kind of wonder about him. Um, and I, I, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that noticed that he was sort of, um, he was sort of around back in January and then disappeared and then kind of just randomly came back. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that, yeah, I, like, I don't want people to feel uncomfortable in that space. And I'm actually, I'm actually surprised that the place has grown so well, uh, without any, any major incident because like, dude, back when I, I, so I used to work for a blog to watch full time. And some of the things that we dealt with was just the community, um, just going nuts in those comments and stuff. I bet you there's some good stories there. Oh yeah, it's, dude, <laughs> it's it, it gets wild. But um, I'm just I'm I'm really glad that folks are just um, overall very civil and just um, I think overall very protective of the uh, uh, of the space. Um, you know, I, I I would kind of wonder if it's worth reaching out to him to see what he thinks. Um, would make the space better because I, I as, as out there as he might be, I, I don't want him to feel alienated as well. Bless I, honestly, godless libtards. What's, what's that? I said less godless libtards. Let me just uh, exit the chat. Well, honestly, I think it would be good if someone reaches out to him because these are the two vibes I got. One, he was drinking... Two, like it seemed like he was lamenting he didn't die in a battle in World War II. Serving under the Luftwaffe. What was that? Serving under the Luftwaffe. That was the important yeah. part. Without letting me know the conversation with the day before, but like I just like I mean like if the man's suicidal, like I just like I maybe I'm more maybe I'm more sensitive to it than um, other people, but like I would hate for like any like I mean, 
it, it's really it's really such a cope for so many people i think that are um kind of maybe and i guess anti-establishment these days because uh I, I think a lot of the folks that are just like yeah you know back when times were better we can just like fight our wars and like you know fight against evil and this this and that when in reality they just won't do anything so if you want to stand up against a tyrannical government most people really won't um you know you're just gonna get if you were on that beach you would just get gored by mg42s and uh if if you want to fight for your freedom or whatever you probably won't put the work in to get up off your your lazy boy and shut mm -hmm. off blacked.com yeah. uh, so here's the deal i live and am surrounded by these people every day okay the way i feel about things is not something that i work with 99 percent of people who are the complete opposite and i hear it every day every single day every single day man they're drinking drano and i get that there's probably alcohol involved i but like these people a lot of people i know do the same kind of rant every single day every day man they've drank the kool-aid they want you to know that where they stand like they're under some kind of you know oppression and they're just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't have, I unfortunately, because I live where I do, don't have a ton of sympathy for people who uh, get on the internet and talk a big game because it's bullshit. It's bullshit. You're not doing anything. You're not doing, you're not helping anybody at all by being this way. At all. So you're not a fan of 4chan, Baird? I've never even been on 4chan. Steve's never been captured again. What about 2chan? And Jackie like, Chan? It just... Dad joke? Sorry. Like, and I, I, I get kind of soapboxy about this stuff, but I don't know when we became a country of people who see, the, see our neighbors as enemies and, uh, you know, just would rather post memes and talk shit online. I can't stand that stuff. I can't stand it. I couldn't fight my way out of a wet paper bag. But if you want to blow me up right now, just threaten me over the internet. Like, I get so goddamn mad because it pisses me off that the internet has made us our worst selves. It has made us be able to hide behind a screen and say all these things that we may believe. And if you believe it, that's fine. You have every right to believe it. But once upon a time, you used to keep it to yourself. Yeah, I, I firmly believe that technology should have stopped evolving at the and, game at the GameCube. And we just don't care anymore. We don't care about anybody else. We don't care about their feelings. We don't care how they feel. We don't care that we have to live next to them. You know, God forbid they put a sign up in their yard that's different than yours. Fuck them. They're the enemy. I can't deal with it anymore. So I don't have a lot of sympathy for people like Tom on Target who just love to get on. This has happened before January 6th, too, because Bo and I got into it with him about something back in before the end of the year. Um, but, you know, he just, that that vir, that vitriol BS. And the thing is, is you're right. They're not going to do shit. Man, a third of the country is like I am. They're obese. They can barely fucking walk. Our backs are broken from building the country. You know, what are we going to do? I can't do anything. 
I tell my but there's a guy at work, and I, I like the guy a lot, but he is he posts F Joe Biden shit every day. He bitches about gas prices every day. He bitches about every, anything that you can bitch about. The Kool Aid. He's just drank it, and I tell him every day. I'm like, his, we call him Gator. I say Gator. I said, don't forget when the race wars happen, you know, and and you can just kick me in the back and I'll be out. I'll be out of the fight. You can just kick me right in the back, <laughs> and you got it, brother. You got your first kill. Yeah, I, I like those. I like those Second Amendment guys that are just like, uh, just totally out of hand and. Uh, I guess I guess fighting that fight, but again, they're just going to get their skull and crushed by some twenty-one-year-old with an M4. Well, here's the thing: like, I'm I'm all for the Second Amendment. I, I wholeheartedly believe that the country is is be <laughs> that the the country this country because of the way guns are is beyond you not being able to have them. Um, you're going to be surrounded, especially where I live. You're going to be surrounded by them. You're, I mean, hell, I can carry a gun right now without a permit in the state of it. It doesn't matter. Um, but you're going to be surrounded by them. It is what it is. So because of that, yes, you should have a right to protect yourself from that fuckhead over there, you know, who now sees you as the enemy because he watches too much TV. But what I don't like, and I grew up around guns. I grew up around hunting and all that stuff. But what I don't like is gun culture, and I hate that we have to stand in front of a school nowadays with an AR-15 because we're pissed off that it things they're not doing things the way that because we want to teach them that once upon a time black people were slaves. Yeah, that's not good. It's fucking horseshit. So well, to, to to lighten the mood up a little bit, there's a single mom in my neighborhood. And she's done pinup pictures of her at the range with her uh, Barrett, was it 50 caliber yeah. rifle? Oh, yeah. And, uh, a what rifle? Uh, like a Barrett, Barrett 50, 50 cal. caliber, like sniper rifle. Yeah. Like, you know, like just like she's, she's like five foot four. She's like, I'm going to be the guy. She, she's, she's like 36, 38. D's, like 24, 25 inch waist, like just like nice hips, like but she's five foot four, like and know. she's making money hand over fist, and like it's just like, dear God, like it just like, yeah, she could, she, she could shoot the uh, sidewall out of your engine block anytime. Yeah, yeah, the gun, she's also, the, she's also the gun buddy thing, friends, but yeah. Oh well, back to. <laughs> I guess I guess we should get back to Uncle Faco. Uncle Faco. Oh yeah. So so what did happen with that? So he um, he had he brought up a bunch of sarves. He had eight or nine dials made with the Seiko Seiko logo on it, and where it usually says the uh, the uh, was it the movement and serial number or movement or made in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. He just has he just says, he says Uncle and. Sarb or Uncle and whatever, like you know, whatever the uh, other numbers are. So like, it's like, at first glance, it looks like a Seiko dial. If you pay attention and look at it closely, you can see it says Uncle on the dial. So it's not a real dial. But he sold these on his website, took down the web page, took down the Instagram posts, 
sold them for twelve hundred dollars a pop, and now there's at least one or two. Uh, yeah, yeah. He sold them for twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, this is why is we were this, so pissed. Is this then, recording? This is recording. Yes. Oh, dude. And wait, 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 wait. It gets better. He also mentioned something about like. I am going to label this as watch parts, you know, the value of a hundred bucks. So, so it's like, it's just like this. This is complete horseshit. He made like, he made aftermarket forgery, forgery parts, and then constructed a narrative that made it okay. Yeah, and and here's what I saw. The only thing I saw about it, I saw that he made the dolls. I knew that they were fake. And I read that he was like, I always wanted one of these, but I couldn't find one. So I just made my own. Still fake. He yes. sold them for 1200 bucks. It's 25 at best. And it's still fake. Like that, well, I, I, I wonder if maybe he got a taste of that, uh, uh, that fake cash that swims into China. I don't know, maybe, but like he, someone's flipping one on, did I say this? Someone's flipping one on Watch You Seek and Reddit for like 1750 Bullshit. Someone posted yeah. it. Yeah, I saw it earlier today. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a Frankenstein. Uh, yes. And people are treating it like this, was it Fulman, Fulman, Morari, Moriarty, Fulman, whatever the, what was the Chinese watch that one's using much shit about it over? That the bloggers are like going crazy about the Fulman Mulari. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Is, yeah, that, is that the one? Is that the one with like the kanji on the dial? It's a Japanese yeah. one. Okay. It's it's like it's it's, it's a there were, there were two of them. There was like the anyways, and then there was the one that did the woman's watch. There was only for uh, prior uh, purchasers of said brand's watch. I saw I saw actually another modder get dangerously close to just faking Seiko's, and I think um, <clears throat> I think you dealt with him, Josh, uh, Shadow Watchmaker. Did you did he build something for you? He's he's built a bunch of or he's he's modded a bunch of things for me and Steve. Whatever. But yeah, he's doing that kind of stuff. He the, like, I, I would last, build I would build my own so like I control what goes in there and I didn't want any branded shit. Yeah. The last, sorry, the the last post that I saw from him, he took one of those, um, those WR watches, which was like a, like a Willard copy, like the Arduino or or whatever. And it looks like he just put a Seiko (laughs) dial on it and he posted it and he's like, Hey, if you want to get this done, just, just DM me. And I was like, "Uh that's like, the stuff you it's did in the fake, past was kind of like, cool. That's that's kind of weird. I'd, I'd say I'd say it's, it's problematic on it, if you put a real Seiko dial in an homage watch. That's one question. If he puts a aftermarket Seiko dial in an homage watch, it's a different situation. I'd say they're both fake. However, like there's like I feel like he's the slippery slope of putting a legit dial in an homage watch is just like that's not that's not kosher if you take a fender water slide sticker mike and put it on a squire how do you feel about that i say just just sand the headstock 
that, that's what I've done in the past. I, I've had actually. I think I think there are some squires that are cooler than some fenders. So I agree can, with you. That can be a whole other discussion. But in the, in the '90s, when I was playing guitar, like you know, we we didn't have money. I couldn't afford a Fender. You know, so we all had squires. All of us did. And some of the kids could not stand that they said squire. Just hated it. Couldn't stand it. And like I know if they if they could rogue a fender neck and put that thing on there and be like, yeah, it's it's real, bro. This thing's real. It's fifty seven. Oh my god. You know, they would have done it. And it's it's not real. It's it's it makes you feel better, I guess. And if well, you I, tried to sell it, that's the that's where that, I have a that's real that's where that's where the problem comes because like if you make it for yourself. And this is for your own personal enjoyment. It's one thing, but if you make it with the explicit pur purpose of selling it, you're violating trademark and copyright law. Yeah, it's not okay. What if What if I was crazy enough to find like a Rolex dial for that WMT? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. You know, what if, I guarantee you can find a Rolex dial, a, a fake one, but it has all the shit on it that people from 10 feet away would be like, oh my God. And I guarantee you could find it for an NH35 and stick it on an Invicta and people wouldn't know any better. I, I assume you guys have heard that people do actually do that where they, they mod genuine parts onto like replica yeah. uh, Rolex watches, which is to me seems like, all right, like, if it's a thing that's available, like why don't you just go spend the you know whatever silly amount of money they want? If you're put going, that's so much work. Because I can't get a real one. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not available. Yeah, so that's a that's a different thing, and then then you should go buy an homage. But um, you know that's a that's a whole weird thing. You know the thing about it is is you know I I uh, I was watching something about a, a Rolex fake that was like you know it cost. $1,500 to build. It had genuine parts in it along with, you know, fake parts and what have you. And I was like, God damn, for 1500 bucks, like, why would I want a fake watch for $1,500? That seems, it just seems like you're just trying. It's, it's, a, it's, I don't get it. I don't get the flex. I don't well, understand I mean, that. Baird, I mean, I'd, I'd say like an, an analogous idea would be like you get a Honda Civic and you put a, SI badge on it, yeah. You put a Z08 engine in it, and it's just like, if that was even possible, I know shit about cars, but like, it's just like, you put, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you, you get yourself a little, you do the Ken Block thing, but it's, it's this little fuck off tiny Ford Fiesta, and he's put like this monster engine in it, and the man does some cool shit with it, but like, That's... people like stuff, and they like to make it their own, and it's just like, I, f I feel like it's like when you, the line, that's okay, like if you want to make a semi Rolex thing like that's cool but it, the line gets on like where like it becomes legal problems is like when you try to resell it for anything other than it is right or which use, or use the logo or likeness in that sales and like now that we're all like on the internet and everything's documented like like that could be like really end of his business oh yeah you better believe it and the thing is is like with a car that's a little bit harder to do you know uh, and, and, you know, you could take a, a classic car and put a new engine in it and, and everybody's going to know that's not what it came with and the original is going to be worth, you know, valued more because it has all the original parts. But, but you're absolutely right. And we saw this kind of stuff happen with, uh, 
who was that watch salesperson that ended up selling a fake watch and really stood by it for a long time? Do you remember that guy from Australia? Uh, oh, he was, uh, yeah, he was from Australia. I totally forgot his name. But you know what I'm talking Horology about? Horology House? Yeah, it's, it might have, yeah, I think that was it. That's the autism. And totally disappeared. <laughs> Do you really have autism? No. No, okay, I was just wondering. But uh, I'm never going to get that. <laughs> I have the only copy. <laughs> but uh, but you know, you know, something like that, it, it really uh, it can destroy how you you know how your business looks in this world. Of course, you know the people who are into fakes and what have you don't care. But you know, I, I don't know. I, it, to me, it looks kind of bad. It's, I can't believe somebody would pay twelve or thirteen hundred dollars for a watch with a fake doll. It's not the watch. It's, it's not it. It's the image. It's 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 the flex. So I remember reading about people would make like uh, Lamborghini body kits that you could put on top of other cars, so they would functionally look like a Lamborghini, and that's what this reminds me of. It's like. That's cool that you did that. I don't know why you did that, but that's cool. <laughs> oh, sweet Lambo. What you got under the hood? Oh, Geometro three-cylinder, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Or it was like some like really uh, basic-ass Honda with an inline four. Like that was the, like that was the idea. They used to make like Ferrari-style body kits for 240Zs. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like, or... Um, you know, the, like... the original Miami Vice car, the black Daytona that he drove in the first two seasons i mean that was a corvette with a ferrari daytona body kit and when ferrari found out about it they got really pissed because they were pissed that a fake ferrari was getting all this attention on the tv so they blew up the car in season three and ferrari gave them a white testarossa real one fun fact i was named after philip michael thomas you bad motherfucker yeah my parents my, <laughs> my parents were really into miami vice <laughs> So was mine. My dad was. When he lived up here when we were kids, I remember watching it every Friday when we'd go visit him. And he'd be like, I've been there, kids. I know where that is. And blah, blah, blah. But I was born before Sonny Crockett was on TV, so I didn't get that lucky. Mm. By the way, Barry, that, that Acura, the Acura ILX, that's the one that we took on the, uh, the road trip. It did, mm -hmm. it did really well. Yeah. Um, Tacoma, Washington, all the way down to Scottsdale. That was fun. That's cool. I miss road trips. I do too, but I'm getting old and I fall asleep. It's 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 the best thing right now. I mean, we the last time my wife and I took a, like a real trip, a real vacation, was 2019. That that summer that we went to uh, <clears throat> to Italy, and I think that traveling, just domestically or internationally, is just such a pain in the ass these these days. I would highly recommend just doing a road trip even if it's just like a state away. I haven't been on a plane. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. We have to take those little boogers everywhere we go. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and they're just pulling at people's legs and snotting all over them. I'm just kidding. I love my kids. You but, have kids uh, spared? I, I didn't know you had kids. I have two. I have one that's, a, I have one that's 11 and one that's 8. Um, the, the reason I asked... Uh, reason I asked Alex if he actually had autism is my son has autism um, 
that's why I was wondering because I always look for, you know, inspirational things. Yeah, Not inspirational. <laughs> my my son could be him one day. You know. <laughs> There's a lot of really really smart people with autism. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a calendar savant. He knows the date of everything that's ever happened to him, which is fucked up. But, uh, but yeah, I have two kids, and like Josh says, I mean, that that energy travel just a bit. Yeah, uh, it's just. I mean, it's the, it's it's hard. My seven year old is at the stage where like she stares at the iPad too long, and she throws up. She gets motion sick, and it's just... Oh, it's, so do yeah. I. It's terrible. And it, 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 it's it's like she's also got the perfect blend of stubbornness from her parents, where she's just like, we can give you drowning, we can give you something to help you, or you can do things to help yourself. No, it won't work. It's like, you little shit, we're trying to help you. We're trying to make it better. You just have to... You just almost have to let them crash and just... Be know, there to just, just, be I there just to pick up the pick up any more vomit, dude. Like just, <laughs> unfortunately, like she'll sit there and watch the tablet until she fucking throws up on in her lap, and then be like, "At least she can watch a little bit, man." If I'm the passenger in a car and I read one sentence, we've got to pull over. Yeah, it's God Almighty. I love. We used to go out with my dad in Biscayne Bay and go deep sea fishing. And I, I love being on a boat out in the ocean. I love it. I pretend that I'm like Captain Quint and shit like that. But, uh, dude, I get I, I turn green with seasickness. But I love it. If you said, let's go out on a boat in the Bahamas, you know, to, towards the Bahamas, I'd be like, let's do it. But uh, you talk about green with illness. I get that when I play Mirror's Edge. <laughs> It's like almost like a nice, it's like a nice wholesome family moment with Michael and Norton. We're just talking nonsense about puke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she's not hearing any of this. No. <laughs> how's, a, how's Uncle Faco make you feel? Vomit. <laughs> yeah, she she would actually kind of like. I, I feel like that whole Uncle Seiko story would would disappoint her. She's very. He makes a quality product. I've got oh, a couple of them. And he goes out of his way to clearly brand it uncle and all this stuff. It's just I, like I mean, I won't lie. If he if he would if he did gold plating, I would love to have him make a bracelet for my Belmatic. Yeah. I think I have that's a Belmatic bracelet, but it's too small. That's like why people are upset about it though, right? Because they like him so much. And it's like seeing your friend die of alcoholism. But in this case, it's selling replica watches on Instagram. And he's religious, too. I always hate when... I yeah. Mean, yeah, it's, he's, it's, he's a pastor. He's oh, a of pastor. course. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's real religious, and it, it never fails. It's like they, they get tempted by something, and I guess we should be more forgiving. But. Well, there's better, better watches than children, but, like, um, Mike, I, will, I, I posted something. <laughs> it's just true. Right? Shoe and sock. Yeah, dodge and um, but I, I took a screen capture of this. Like I sent it to you. I put it in the in the, ch- the thread when it went on, like. But like, um, I posted on one of his Instagram posts. I was like, "Cool, watch. How did you get permission to use the Seiko logo?" And a bunch of people commented he didn't, 
and then Larry sent me a, a DM on, on uh, um, Instagram and explained his logic and reasoning. And it, it really was like the, the crazy person logic. Well, it's like I couldn't get one, so I made it. And it's just like, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Like, it's just like the, <laughs> the obsessive, like, just because you're obsessed about something doesn't make it all right. Then and put someone, your name on the doll. Yeah. And this is someone who obviously knows right from wrong because of how he's done his business to date. And then the fact he disappeared all the posts related and yeah. website pages related to the sale is just he knows he's wrong. That's and when you fucked up he's when you start deleting everything. His his branding is actually pretty cool. I, I do like his 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 branding, like what you get on the on the straps and all that, the, the bracelets. Um, it would have been cool to just see like that that pink that rose dial with just like the uncle seiko u which is not um, a bad logo yeah it's it's, it's, it's i would a good take logo. that over island watches watches logo any day <laughs> exactly yeah yeah uh, they, and that's a great example i hadn't even thought about that because technically island watches is doing basically the same thing but he's not putting seiko dials on it or dials that from 10 feet away the the the, the non-watch enthusiast wouldn't know any better it's almost like he's ethical or something. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's probably just a good businessman. He knows what sells. He knows what people likes. And he's doing, he knows the law. And he's doing, he's doing things within the boundary of what's legal. It might not be ethical, but it's legal. I'll never forget the first time that I met Mark. Um, Long Island watches Mark. I, it was, I think it was the first windup that Kaz and I went together and um, I, I had my Speedmaster on and I wanted to try like an Orient that he had and so I, I, t I took it off my wrist and I put it on the table and I, I put that Orient on and I had just met the guy and he took he took my Speedmaster just off the table and he like put it in his pocket that's and like, weird it's it's super weird but he's like he's like yeah i i just want to make sure like people are weird around here and um you know just want to you know how he, he basically said like oh like you know how people are but it, it was just it was the weirdest thing but he was just kind of like overall a very very nice guy and i i i'm happy to see the way that his business has evolved uh overall but yeah like you said Baird. That's that's the right way to do it, you know. Just, yeah, I mean, you you know, everybody makes every. I'm wearing one. Everybody in the world makes a uh, you know Rolex lookalike, and that's fine. You know, you can't technically. You know, they can change it a little bit and make it their own. You can't technically totally patent a, a image of something that can only be so many ways. But you know, but to you know, Mito didn't put Rolex on the dial and be like, look, yeah. you've got this for sale, you know, because then that's illegal. It's a really illegal, in my opinion, that it was $1,200. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that... I mean, like, even like, I don't know, I, mean, like, I don't know how much you spent on the dials, but like, Sarbs are going for what, five, six hundred bucks? I never liked the, I, I, I I understand that they're they're really pretty watches, and I had one. I I think I, what did I sell it to? 
No, I, I didn't sell it to somebody here. I, I sold it to just like a Reddit person, but um, they just didn't really stick with me. Um, it, it is kind of wild to see how much they're going for now. Um, but I, I never thought that I would see somebody fake them, I guess. I, one, one, thing that I did, one thing that I did ask on the Slack channel, that Sarb 3.7 is so rare. I haven't seen really anything about them overall. Like, how do we know that it's, how, how do we know that it's not a Franken to begin with? Well, yeah, and here's here's my question because enlighten me because I don't know as much about these as you guys do. But the watch by itself without the dial, how much is that watch? I think they're going for like anywhere between like I think you can find them on rare occasions for under four. But like yeah. they're most they're mostly going right now for like five, six. Some people are like, you know, are going seven for the new newer I, ones guarantee you that doll's made in china oh yeah like he, he, i fucking promise you it didn't cost that much and to to slap a doll on a 500 dollars watch and sell it for 1200 is bullshit well you're paying for all his intellectual property that he put in time he put into it um the thing about it is, is that you are left with what they used to put in. And I have one. I have a fake Rolex that I found and took apart just to use as scrap parts for something else. Um, and literally, in the case, remember how they used to say, like, you know, Rolex would be like Switzerland and a fake Rolex used to say shit in your hand? <laughs> remember that? So when you pulled the case back off, it literally said shit in your hand. Like no, shit in your hand. I did not know about this. Tell me about yeah. this. So awesome. There used to be, I've got one in here. When you pull the case back off of it, and it's a part, it's in a thousand pieces in a bag. But when you pulled the case back off, uh, you know, in a Rolex, it would say Switzerland. And this fake, and I've heard, I'd heard about it before, and I have one that says it, says shit in your hand, like S-H-I-T-I-N. Like Y E R A N D, shit in your hand, because it's shit in your hand. That's hilarious. That's what it is. I love it. Have you seen the guy that's making the, the Rolex and other uh, dials on Instagram? Yeah. Is that the one that John Mayer like promoted, or is that something else? I don't know, but he, like, I, I think that is the John Mayer one. Is it really? Yeah. Because like he's funny because like he's just like, like the four lines of text. He's like, you know, not waterproof, not whatever. Like why the fuck are you even reading this? Like, 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 like jokes like that are on the bottom. It's like that is just awesome. And, keeps, and, and like and, the crown, the crown's got one bent little like, uh, like spoke on it. It's just it's it's just all done tongue in cheek and it's done really well. And it's it's a it's a fun little uh, pop up in your feet every once in a while, but. But my, my whole thing with going to that shit in your hand thing is that you sell it for twelve or $1,300, and now the person has it and has paid double, mm -hmm. maybe triple what that is worth. And it's not mm -hmm. real. It's not real. What are they going to do when they, What's you know, that? now when they go to resell it, they're going to have to be like, this is junk, you know? Well, it's that's, not the, that's the whole thing about money and collecting and whatever. It's, it's only worth what you're willing to pay for it. 
whether it's a comic book, a coin, a watch, it's bar of gold. It's just like, it's all based on some sort of agreement. I'm never going to sell anything again. Well, you won't get burned if you, if you don't, right? Like, it's hard to lose when you don't play. Yeah. I, I, Mike, I had, a, I had a moment to, I don't know if you still have it, but I had a moment a couple of days ago where I was just like, maybe I need the Mint Trasca. And I was just like, I should email Mike. And then I was just like, no. I do have it. I'll sell it for like nothing. <laughs> my, my coworker, funny enough, uh, sent me a message the other night and he's like, have you ever heard of Trasca? I was like, yeah. He's like, I want this. And it's a guy on a, it was a guy on a forum selling a mint doll version two with the stainless steel bezel. I think that's like yours, Mike. And, are they? Uh, are, I mean, I <laughs> that guy's so that guy was so much fun. We we met him randomly in Hong Kong, and he was just like, "Hey, you're Mike and Kaz," and <laughs> he's and we were like, "What the? Like we don't." We didn't I make watch for there. love of ocean. Yeah. So I I mean it was. It was kind of weird to to meet somebody there that this is gonna sound kind of bad, but you know, spoke English and also like you know was like, hey, this is my brand. Um, but uh, I I can't tell if he's if he's kind of like slowly elevating to to a new level of micro brand watchmaking because that those new releases are actually really really cool. Dude, it's nice. Hey, look. That freaking st- steel dial is gorgeous. Yeah, so so good, and um, I'm I'm glad to see it because he was kind of just like maybe under under the radar for a really long time, and I, I had that Trasca in the box for forever and didn't really think much of it. I I, I thought he was going to die off to be honest, but uh, it, it was good to see him come back with those. Uh, I guess the the new collection overall, and really if you go to his site now, the free diver is not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the uh, sun material was a bit of a, a dud. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably my least favorite too. The what's the one that's kind of explorer sized? The commuter. Yeah, I think so. It's not bad looking. Yeah. It, it's. I feel like. I think I was talking to you, Barrett, about this. I was like, if if, if it had the white chap, if it had a white chapter ring, and a black dial, kind of like some of the old vintage Seikos, or uh, I do Carol love. Ones. Like, yeah. or like, or a Breitling, like the, like, you know, like just that kind of aesthetic where it's just like, it's just a little bit of a white track around it. Like it would be so much hotter and it's just like, it's not going to happen. I do like contrast. I like that. That's, that's pretty cool. So we got the Venturer, the Commuter and the Summiteer. It's really weird watching you talk about your mouth moving. So I could have swore is, so if you scroll all the way down, there's no free diver. There is a free dri- free diver. I thought we were talking about the Explorer still. We are, but uh, I thought the free diver. Mike had said that it wasn't on there anymore, but I swear I saw it. I think version oh, it is? three is out. Oh, it's okay. a little different. It's a little different. It's carbon black, stone gray, arctic white, mint green. Of the free diver. It's pretty. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh, it looks very different. Yeah, he's changed it. It's it's a little different, but it's nice. It still looks nice. I still love that meat green doll. That thing's yeah. It's stupid. 
So th- their Explorer one is the Summiteer, which that's, I mean, that's, that's right. They put the, hit that nail right on the head with that name. It's like, that's <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> yeah. It's a little too on the nose. Well, I like, it's, it's honest at least, right? It's yeah. 36 and a half millimeters. It's a little different. <laughs> it's, it's a shitter. It doesn't follow the, the actual original design. Oh, wow. Their, their, uh, their bracelet and clasp looks chunky. Is it as chunky as the pictures make it seem? I don't know. I, I never actually, I, I, I mean, I don't know about this one, but the one that I got, I just took the bracelet off uh, immediately. And, but that does look chunky in that photo where it's all kind of like stacked together. Yeah. Well, my, my buddy just bought that version two free diver. So it, when it gets here, I'll tell you. Cool. How's that? Uh, how's that Boulevard, Josh? It's really nice. Um, if you if you listen to the other half of the episode we recorded, um, I was telling these guys that uh, it's it's I don't know like it's I'm really impressed. Um, it's so like if you want to be like obsessed about it. Um, it's the chronograph B case as opposed to the A or C case. So it's more of a slab sided with some like rounded lugs than a, the skin diver case that the other ones had. Um, so, that, so that's a bit of a departure, but like it's really nice. Um, looms shit, um, water is down 200 meters. So like I, it, the flyback is pretty sweet. Um, yeah, it just feel it, it. It's got the same heft as the uh, the other one that I had. So like, and the dimensions seem to be spot on, and it just wears like a, a really nice compact vintage watch. Surfboard dial's cool. Yeah, and then the guy that sold it to me, where I put it, also has a Pepsi dial, so or a Pepsi bezel. So I'm going to see if I can pull off the orange and blue, and without destroying the watch, and um, give myself a limited edition. So, like, am I going to jail? <laughs> I, Only- like, I like what Boulevard's been doing lately um, with, with those, those surfboard chronos. And um, still looking at it, I, I do also like that, that Nil Ships watch that they, with, like, the yeah. weird 16-millimeter the 16, 16 lugs. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a good-looking watch. I mean, it, it was, what did they say? It's the... Failed. Uh, it's the watch concept or prototype that didn't get picked, or but uh, and they went with a Tronic Ravel. Mm, interesting. So it's it's an interesting piece of horological history, but like it, it's just like it's it's a neat watch. I mean, it's kind of got the same vibe as as the uh, Blanc Pain Fifty Fathoms, the Tronic Ravel, um, or anyone else that's made a watch that looks like that. It's, I like what they've done. I'm surprised you didn't buy that one, by the way. The the one that, um, that yeah. So, I know I've been on like on a pretty much of a tear this year, but like, I've sold more watches than I bought. I think I have mm-hmm. only. I think with this, I have ten watches now. Oh wow! Um, so I went from like. Close to thirty-ish, and I've probably bought close to like twenty this year, or if not more, and I'm down to ten watches. So like, it's just been like purge, purge, purge. This Synchron broke me 
like having the synchron and the power dive, like I just, there's no, I was like, why would I need another diver? So you won't sell me the synchron is what you're saying? No, and uh, <laughs> um, I'll send it to you if you want, I'll let you wear it. <laughs> all of a sudden his address will change and all of his posts will disappear. <laughs> I'll spill the beans here, because uh, who knows when this will post, but uh, there was a posting yesterday or two days ago, someone was selling a Synchron for $14.50. I, put, I posted it in Slack. Steve bought it. Did he? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he, he got him down to $13.50 on it, and it turns out the guy lives across the river from me. Oh my gosh. And, it, and it's, that, uh, it's that guy, Pete, chilling with watches. Um, and I had no idea. Like he's like 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 literally like one town over. I just found that channel I think a couple weeks ago, and it's he he can be a little cringy, but I think overall the content is pretty enjoyable. I yeah. like the yeah. I like the watches he's reviewed, and um, yeah, that's that's funny that he's close to you. Yeah. So I guess Steve was already trying to like be his best friend and get him to hang out with us. So. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're talking about like grabbing lunch or coffee at some point and hanging out and we'll see how that goes. I like that a large portion of all the synchrons that exist are owned by the Slack. <laughs> like the idea, that's really funny. That's like one twenty-fifth of them. It's like one, yeah. one one hundred and twenty-fifth of them. Yeah. I still try to troll Doxa every every time I can on Instagram to see when when they're actually going to release like their version, um, they they don't write back to me. <laughs> I I did I, I I did find it funny that I I posted that I, I guess I think it was Seal that did that Photoshop where the emblem on my Doxa was the photo of me with my weenie sticking yeah. out. Yeah, it was Seal. Um, yeah, I did I did post that and they liked it on Instagram. <laughs> so there's. <laughs> there's there's hope for a connection with Doxa. There was someone else running the social media that day. God. I I would be sorry. I'm trying to think if I used to know the guy that did social media for them, but I doubt he's still doing it. It would be funny if it was him though. It's that guy Dagbert. He's uh Oh yeah. Yeah. Zach. But I don't know if he's still working for them. He doesn't cool. Ten minutes to go. How does this happen? We, Is it because we're using, we're using free Google Meet? No, it's because you know, we just need a better recording solution. Oh, so this is being recorded? Yeah, but I can edit out any secrets that you would like. Oh, no, don't edit anything out. I, I'm just, I think it's funny that it's being recorded. <laughs> Every time you guys were talking about some instance with your kids, I keep thinking of, of how this applies to me and Steve. And it's like, I got I to gotta guide him. I have, a, I have a kid that wants to buy a Speedmaster, but he won't save his money. And oh, it's... yeah. Well, I mean, I have that problem. Well, I'm just this... enjoying my corruption of Steve. <laughs> Since this is being recorded, I do have a tiny pee-pee. Uh, I'll just leave that out there. My wife is nodding. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what they all that's what they always say when you're in the same room. 
Not at all. It's good. It's a fine it's a good size. size. Yeah, it's, it's good. A good yeah. size. It's perfect for me. <laughs> it it doesn't hurt me like that other guy did. <laughs> Excuse me. Have, have I have I told the the uh, this Alex? Have I told the story of the uh, pre-surgery with, the, uh, with my wife and the uh, anesthesiologist? No. No, you have not. Oh goodness. So I was, I, um, I think it was for my shoulder, or I've had more surgeries than people need to know, but um, I'm waiting on the, the gurney, my, my wife's standing to my side, and um, the anesthesiologist comes up, and like, you know, like the doctor writes no on one part of your body, and yes on the other, and like, so what's your name, what's your date of birth, what are you here for? And without missing a beat, my wife goes, penis enlargement. <laughs> dead, fucking dead. And I was just like, and like, and they're both, and like the anesthesiologist is giggling and just like trying not to, and she's just feeling really good about herself, and I'm just like, I'm, I got God. <laughs> was was this the uh, was this a hot anesthesiologist? I can't no, remember. He was a very nice guy. Very okay. Nice. Well, that that reminds me of a story. I went to, a, I had to go to a testosterone doctor once and, you know, he was like, well, let's lower your pants and see what, you know, see what's going on. I said, well, not much. And he didn't think that was very funny. He's like, it's, it's not about size, sir. You know, and I was like, okay, sorry. I'm trying to make myself feel better, you know? So then, you know, of course he cups your bean bag and God, when I told my wife this, she died, but he goes, good volume good volume you like a stereo you can you should you can you can hear it because i can hear him they're like singing but he did not think that joke was funny i had the most uh, robotic nurse when i uh did the vasectomy i think a couple years oh ago God. do you remember her <laughs> she was she was, was so funny. dry She's like, <laughs> I don't know what was up with her. She was just like, uh, you understand that after this procedure, you will not be able to have children. And I was just like, uh, yeah. It, it was they, just it, it was it sounded like she had memorized a script and was just like reading it back. Yeah. With like they, no facial expression. No, right? Possible. And like super fast too. Yeah. Super Did weird. They, take you into a room and show you all kinds of horrific baby fetuses and go, this is what you're doing. <laughs> no. Funny no. how that doesn't happen to men. Was she like, blink if you're under duress and don't actually want to do this? She, she, was, I, she was pretty close. I wouldn't have been surprised if she did that. But um, then afterwards, she shot my sack with something, like some kind of anesthesia thing, and things got weird. <laughs> this is this is what you guys pay for. <laughs> well, this is it's like it's when it's like when Seinfeld went to the dentist and when he woke up, the guy's like putting his pants back on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That would be so how's, worse. How's uh, how's everyone doing overall? Just with like day to day stuff, work stuff, life. 
should listen to the first part of the podcast Josh, again. You go first? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I took it off today, and it's been a rough week. All right. I don't think she noticed either. Yeah, no one wants to talk after that, huh? Yeah, that's, well, that's, I mean, a, that's a that's a downer. That's like the end of Requiem for a Dream. It's uh, you just I don't know. Let's watch some cartoons, kids. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I I was I was thanking these guys and I, probably more thanks to you and Kaz for uh, putting this up. But like there were like several times this week where I just all I wanted to do is go out and get a bottle of whiskey and just annihilate myself. And I just dug into the slack and just. You know, just sat it out and had a good time and didn't do bad things. That's good so, to know. I, I I never I never know if it's a if it's a positive place or if people enjoy it. So, I mean, if you if you can kind of just hang out there and feel a bit better, that's that's. I mean, that sucks, but it's great. It's 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 a cool place and. Um, I think we all treat each other like everyone's little brother, and um, it's a lot of fun. If it if it makes you feel better, Mike, this is uh, the only community that I've felt somewhat appreciated and not like a fucking weirdo. Because I'm sorry, Bear, do you make most of us look insane in comparison to you because you're so normal? Well. I mean, you guys, I mean, you know, it's, it, here's the deal. Like, I don't, f- I, I know we've only got three minutes, but, uh, we can start again. Says. But like, you know, I know that, uh, you know, a lot of you guys are, this is the only, let me put it this way. This is the only group I've ever been in that I've been in the same group with people who are like, have real careers and, and do things that, you know, they actually had to go to a real school for, because I've never, I've, I've never been that guy. I've always been kind of down here, and that's just unfortunately how my brain works. Um, and not felt like, you know, like I was trash. I don't know how to put it, like not, you know, looked down upon. I guess because my class is not as high. If that makes sense. I think I you're, more, you're, you're more qualified than a lot of people in my job, Jared. Because, the, <laughs> yeah. you know, because the thing is, is like, you know, I can't and, you know, I probably could if I wasn't, you know, spending every dollar I have on crap and car parts. But I probably could buy a fancy watch on a whim, but I can't, I can't do that. I, you know, we've, we struggled for a long time and my credit rating's not great and blah, blah, blah. But, it's it's still cool that I can not feel like the you know like a just kind of a you know like you show up to the fucking Lamborghini show with a <laughs> that did you guys see the bro dinky uh, meme where it's like your first time at the watch meet and it's a bunch <laughs> of Lamborghinis and then like a Suzuki <laughs> that was kind of funny but that's that's what I mean I hear that's what Red Bar in California is like. Yeah. Well, honestly, Barrett, like my favorite job to date, um, I've spent four summers working in a locksmith shop. 
key locks, change locks, pick locks, set up stuff, like being like, that was my best job ever. And that was like, I went to college at for way too many years after that. And I keep wondering why I didn't keep doing it. And, like, and it's the thing where it's just like, I think most education today is just, it, it's just, it's variations on experience and how you get it. And if you get educated through experience, whether it's you've done it yourself or you're being forced to do it, um, I don't think it matters. That's a, that's a, that's a conversation we could definitely have. I agree with Josh. It's, it's like, I mean, uh, shit, dude, like you, your, your, your presence is about to end. Where... Except Mike. Yeah, give Mike, a, give Mike a, a second and I'll be like, like, dude, like, Baird, your personality is one of my favorite and I, I, I don't give a fuck if you sit on a stoop all day. Like you, like, it's the person that makes the individual and that's what if anyone has any sense on their shoulder that's what they value well the cool thing the cool thing is like with this I you know I, I guess I can be a little bit of I, can, I guess in real life I can be a little off-putting especially if you get to know me and you know I can be a little like I said I can get a little soapboxy well, I honestly uh, didn't like you at first because you had a Yankee hat on, but I got over it. <laughs> but that's there's a reason for that. <laughs> Hold on just a second. What is it? Uh, was it was it in color or was it in black and white? The Yankee hat? Yeah. I, Did you I, see it in color? I like the Fred Durst hat the most. That's because it's red. and Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I have it. Okay. I uh, am not going to be one of those people that's like, no way, bro. I wasn't in the Limp Biscuit at the time. Uh-uh, not me. That stuff's crap. That's bullshit. I was fucking deep in it. Rolling, rolling deep. <laughs> I would have gone to Woodstock 99. You better fucking believe it. Yes. So we can all sit around and pretend like we didn't listen to, you know, to them once upon a time when they were one of the three biggest bands in the world, but you're lying to yourself. I unapologetically love Limp Biscuit and Corn. There you go. I got a buddy who's pretty successful and he goes to like corn shows every year. Yeah. It's it's kinda like it's kinda like what is it like go back was it twenty years you had Metallica, which was like the biggest band ever. But they got no radio time. God they, can you can you believe that Black album is 30 years old? I know. That's crazy. It still held up, though. Oh, dude, I was listening to it today. It worked. It's good, like, good workout music. I don't know. Like, I kind of, I kind of think I've heard it on the classic rock station. Oh yeah. It's just like it's like oh man, Guns N' Roses. Metallica and like, like Skid Rose on the classic rock station. I'm like, this is this is some bullshit. I heard Alice in Chains and uh, oh. who was it? Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers one time on a classic rock station. 
that's that's a pretty recent. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, I remember buying cassette tapes of that stuff. That was a that was a that was a different time. I feel like a boomer now. I'm like, oh, back in my day, but uh, did it you kind of neat? Did you ruin the economy? Is that why you feel like a boomer? <laughs> <laughs> I I sure as hell have uh, put my time in uh, making somebody else's economy really good. Me too. That's for damn sure. God Almighty, my back and my hips will tell you. That's probably also because they've been hauling a lot of ass too over the years, but uh, but I've always been and probably will continue to be a you know blue collar person. I tried to go to school. I tried to get out of this stuff, but yeah, it didn't work out. The, the thing is, is I should be doing, uh, and I could do it. I know I could. I just don't, I'm not motivated to do it. But I went to school for film and television. I have a bachelor's degree. You know, the stuff that Josh, I mean, not Josh, Jason does on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, I can do that. Video yeah. production. Easy. I can edit, I can edit stuff all day long. I can make it look really nice too. But I'm just not motivated to do it. You know, it doesn't motivate me like taking something apart and putting it back together or what. And I don't know why. That's just, dude, my dad's the same way. I don't know. It's just, it's almost like it's genetic. But, uh, um, like, I, I can edit footage with ease. That's not an issue. You know, I can make it look nice. I can cut it and make it look great. But uh, it's just, it just doesn't doesn't motivate me setting the camera up and all that crap it's just so boring you know if somebody else would shoot it yeah then i could i could do something with it you need to come to georgia and work in post-production yeah (laughs) it's not that far oh i know i know i once upon a time uh when i got out of school i went to school in florida and it was right around 2008 um and I tried to get some internships in Atlanta. Uh, but at that point, um, I had moved out of Florida because the economy took a turn and got a job here because this is obviously closer to where I'm from and um, met my wife. And then we had a kid and that kind of went out the window. And I just, you know, once you once you kind of, then maybe it's not this way for everybody, but for me, you know, once you have kid, you need a steady job. You need to make sure that paycheck's coming in, uh, you know, and that's what I did. And I went back to what I knew, which was cars. I've been in a car business my whole life. Um, and, you know, now I'm 40 years old. You know, it's not career change time. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's what I know how to do. I mean, that's all I know how to do. That's, that's what I know how to do to make money. Let's put it that way. I'm not, I'm not good at business. My mom's a great business person. That's what she does. She sells, you know, now she's retired. She's doing Airbnb. She knows how to make money. I don't know how to make money. I know how to make stuff work. I think you can learn how to do that or pay someone to, to do all the business stuff for you. 
maybe and 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 I probably you know I probably could I just you know I I don't know enough about that stuff and it, it's it scares me so hey it worked Mike came back finally <laughs> I didn't see your message my bad fucking technology who were these guys oh is this he dicks yeah, this doesn't look like KoreanBoys.com. So, so Mike, what other watches are you going to buy in the next three days? <laughs> in the next three days, huh? Yeah. Um, Including today. I have to remind you that um, during that one episode um, that your wife was on, she cleared you to buy a Patek Philippe and said, quote, why limit yourself? That's what she said. That's true. So you got, got carte blanche. That's yeah. what. That's what she's gonna have put on, on her headstone. Is why a white wagon. <laughs> I I've, I've actually like um, white basket. I don't know. I, I've been into. I, I've just been into like a lot of these quartz dive watches lately, um, which is why I talked about that CWC today. But I don't need it, um, even though just like the the plain. SBS like the black black case model is really cool, um, but they're I think they're too expensive for what they are. I think, but then again, after after the Spitfire, I should probably chill out. What if you get and a, like, what if you get like a black quartz Breitling Aerospace and just go full team quartz? Yeah, like the oh man, what was that one? It's not the uh, what was the. It was a black quartz one that came out, and they discontinued it because nobody liked it. It's like the Nighthawk. Like the, they had some like SR seventy one style name for it. Gosh, what was it? It was like two and a half thousand dollars too. Yep, that's the one I'm thinking of. Avenger. Oh, the Colt Sky Racer. That's what it was. It was the Colt Sky Racer, black case quartz movement. Um, yeah, that thing was cool. Those are nice. Uh, weirdly, the, um, the the Breitling Colt watches, which I guess they got rid of now because it was like their entry level thing, those were actually really nice and super well made, which is not what I think a lot of people think about Breitling. Yeah, they're really nice. Yeah, those are those look sick on a green strap. I should probably chill out. I I've been obsessing. I don't know how you guys are, but I find these I find these specific Instagram channels that i obsess over for for months there's this one i i forget his name uh maybe some of you follow him but i think he's i think he's in france because all he does is post these french military watches and like g-shocks and cwc it's so cool it's rustic curiositas curiositas or something I don't know, but um, he he posts like all these uh, French Navy G shocks, and I'm just like, this is what I want to collect. <laughs> like, I wish, I wish I I wish I was cool enough to 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 know about that stuff and collect that stuff. But I don't know. Again, I should probably chill out after the IWC. Well, if you want to get you a quartz diver, you know, you could always get you an old Tag Two Thousand. If you don't like it, I'll take it. Are those the ones that are like? Um, the Monin cases that look like CWCs? 
that, I think no. I showed it to you. No? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, they, they were, they're real 80-ish. <laughs> the yeah. 80s-ish. Yeah. I don't, that's what I've been, that's, I don't know why. I used to hate those watches too, but I saw them recently. My tastes have changed a little bit, I guess. And I saw, I've, I've been looking at Tag 2000s forever. <laughs> And I just, I know one day I'm just going to find a nice one and just pop it. But I feel like there's something about them that uh, the movement in them, if something goes wrong, they're kind of hard to hard to get things taken care of on those old ones. Is that what Seal picked up? I think so. I don't remember which model he got or which reference, but I, I think he did. Is he okay, by the way? Seal? <laughs> in general, no. <laughs> but in terms of like right now, yeah, he, like this is nominal levels for seal. Yeah. Okay. So this is normal operating procedures. Yeah. Oh, I never, Nick. I never guy. know. I never know because I see, I, I, I kind of, I, I have the Slack really just like on its own screen all day when I'm working and I see some of the stuff and I'm just like, is everything okay right now? <laughs> like he, he gives as good as he gets. It's just, it's, it's, it seems to be all good. He's a nuclear reactor, that boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. As long as everything is cool. <laughs> yeah. Like he'll, he'll, he'll get into it with anyone, and it's all for the joy of the game. And like, right. like, like, I don't think anyone, like, and that's what I was saying before, like, like he does, there is not a malicious intent in all of our shenanigans, mm. and it just seems to just really work for some reason. Good. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, it's it's funny to see it all plateau at like sixty-ish members too. It's been like that for a while. I some I sometimes think about like closing it. So there was another guy, Chris B, who came around and then kind of stopped coming around, and I think that was because we were talking about using like, um, yeah, we, we talked about using like we talked about like ketamine therapy for depression, and that like weirded him out. I was like, that's a, that's a real medical thing, man. Like people do that. I feel like I remember that, but I don't remember that guy. What was he weirded out by? I think he was weirded out by that. We were talking about a thing that he considered to be an illicit drug that has medical uses Mm. as opposed to being talking about trucks and fighter jets. Like, like Eric, you know, that was kind of his thing too. It's like that kind of same, same feel. Yeah. There used to be a guy that floated around. Uh, I think he did end up becoming a member. He's probably still in there. I can't remember his name. But he was from Texas. Uh, he used to be a police officer. Oh. Isn't that EA8? No. Because no, he's, 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 he's infected, that guy. Yeah, uh, but he's in Stolis. Mm. This guy's in Texas. He's He's got a, uh, like a is white it? Anglo-Saxon Protestant name, but he is not, I think he is of Hispanic origin. It wasn't J.J. Wellermeyer. No, I'd know his name if I heard it. But nonetheless, I think he vanished just like he did from Instagram. <laughs> he sent me a DM once that was like, Texas is getting too liberal for us. How's Tennessee? <laughs> and I, just, I, I was like, are you, are you being serious right now? 
<laughs> and uh, he was like, yes, Texas is getting too liberal. I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? But uh, he was dead serious. And uh, and I noticed that he kind of vanished, too. Just And he took his Instagram account, too, because he was... Apparently, it was too liberal for him. I don't know. He was like, they didn't overturn Roe versus Wade fast enough. <laughs> I'm trying to see the member list. Uh, there, are, there are actually a lot of inactive folks. Like, I, I noticed a lot of people disappeared. Uh, yeah, but like, if he's listening, Bo just got married and fucked off. It's just like, come on. Well, He'll be back. That happens. That happens. Um, just being mean to be mean. Oh, Greg, Greg Bedrosian, that guy disappeared too. Well, Greg, Greg got on his uh, the beyond the dial ship and sailed away. Yeah, so he thinks he's he thinks he's gonna make a career in watches. I guess so, and you know, I still talk to him sometimes on on Instagram. I mean, he's a cool guy, but you know, yeah. again, that's I'm that's. Sorry, listening guess, to Alan Formella talk about watches is like meets. The Grey NATO guys seem like speed freaks. Yes. Yes. Snoozer. Um, but, you know, Greg, Greg, Greg is very, Greg is very serious about this. And, yeah. and that's like, I, like I was kind of telling you guys earlier, I think that's probably the reason I never went much further in life is because I didn't really take it all that seriously. Um, you know, but he, yeah, he's a nice guy, but he, he jumped ship. Yeah. He, uh, I, I'll never forget when I told Kaz that Greg was cheating on him. <laughs> he was like, I haven't, I haven't talked to Greg in a long time. I was like, that's because he's cheating on you. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of my favorites is Watch Unicorn. Uh, yeah. What a collection that man's got. Yeah, he, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a fun guy. He came, man, he might be one of the last like watch dudes I interacted with IRL um, and yeah he's he's a physician in um, South Florida isn't it? South Florida yeah and he dude the guy was like we met up we met up for dinner and he brought um, he brought like a Vacheron a Grand Seiko and a JLC chronograph and this, this so he was, was slumming like, it is what you're saying yeah and it was it was the first day it was the first day that I'd met him and I was on my way back uh, from work I got the bus I got into downtown Seattle met up with with him for dinner and I had all I had I think was I think I had the Doxa in my backpack and the Panerai on my wrist and he's like he's like you want to swap for the time that I'm here like literally I had just met the guy for like I don't know, two hours before. And I was like, I guess. He's like, he's like, I'll he's like, I'll loan you these three watches while I'm here if you let me spend time with the Doxa and that Panerai. And I was like, all right, man. But like that, that was that key cool. party. Adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing about him is he seems he seems like a down to earth guy kinda. Like yeah. you know, to have that, that much wealth and, and still kinda hang out in the community. Yeah, you know. he he talks to me a lot about like moving out here and stuff. Um, he's he doesn't he doesn't engage in the in the Slack a lot, but he's he's a pretty cool guy, and he has some he has some crazy watches. He he has that fifty seven oh, that, that, that Nautilus, the white dot. Yes, and he he was thinking about selling it at some point. 
like long before the craziness started. So I'm, I'm glad to see that he still has it. I like it when he fights with Dr. Watcherman. That's one of my favorite things. Right? That that's happened a couple times. I thought I thought I was imagining that, but they've they've kind of butt heads a bit, I think, on on medicine stuff. That was uh, yeah. There was, there seems to be a couple of tiffs that happened, but I guess it can be only one in this slack. A couple of what? There can be only one. Like the Highlander. The Highlander. Oh. <laughs> Only one physician. Yeah. All right. So, 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 Alex, you've been you've been quiet a lot, and I'm going to put you in the spot. So, thirtieth birthday. What are you buying? I don't know. Um, I was hoping you guys could help me figure that one out. My birthday is in happy. February, so we have some time. I'm still, oh. I'm still, I'm still leaning toward of all the things we talked about. I'm still leaning toward the Zenith to five. Okay. The, the what? We can make that happen. Is that the real fancy one that has the second balance spring in it that does the like second balance spring and the the, the, the pentagram style? Yeah. Style? Does it does it do the like one hundredth of a second or something? Does it summon the devil when you activate the pusher? I, you know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Is it the defy? I don't know if I'm it's amazed. the defy. I'm amazed by the it, fact it, that you're under thirty. I thought you were older. <laughs> Yeah. Like, if it's the one I'm thinking of, they have a, I think one of the defies had like a one one hundredth of a second. And that second hand, that center second hand, when you hit that thing, just, I mean, flies around that doll. We had some guy that had one. He had a, yeah. He had, uh, it was a blue one. He had it here. I think it was a defy. It was fucking awesome, though. Dude, it's got a second balance spring in it to run that chronograph portion. And if you uh, uh, watch, what is it? Watch Finder and Company did a video on that watch, and you can when that thing hits, you have never seen a balance just disappear into into like fuzz so fast. That thing is I don't know how it doesn't fly apart. Wasn't it? Um, it wasn't Bobby. I'm trying to figure. Yeah, out I who, think it was. I, I remember, or was it this Dane the Seiko pack? It was, it was like an older guy who came to one of the meetups that had it, and it was, I think it was either Bobby or Dane. I think it was Bobby. Those, those are cool, and they, and they just came out with the, um, they're not the, not the Defies, but they just came out with a non-limited release of the, uh, the El Primero in 38 millimeters. It's supposed to be like the classic one or whatever. And I don't know if it's one one hundredths or whatever, but it does it does have that like quick moving. Um, oh yeah, somebody somebody put it in here. Ah crap! I didn't click it fast enough. Yes, so this is the one I was talking about. Um, yeah, that, that's fucking awesome. That's so nice. The time only with the rubber strap. Yeah, that's cool. So if I if I get one of those though, is it going to get any wrist time since I have a dark side of the moon? Is like, have I ruined my life? Well, dude, you seem to be wearing your Steinhardt more than anything else in that planet ocean. So like, that's true. I don't know what you're doing, but like, to each their own. Well, Jason thinks I'm crazy as well. Sorry, go ahead, Barry. No, I was just gonna say that like, 
you know, I'm, I'm right now I'm at a point where a lot of stuff doesn't get a lot of risk time, but you know, I like if you said, well, I'll buy it off of you. I'm like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> like what I do is I try to pick a watch and wear it for about a week. That's what I've tried to do lately. That's what my dad I does. Trouble. I have trouble doing that lately. I've got such a cool, like I've got a cool Timex electric that Skip gave me that I got working again. And that watch is so cool, but I never wear it. But I don't know that I could get rid of it. Like, it's really neat. It's only the, it's only the first one that's hard. Everything else gets easier. So it's like killing someone. From what I hear. <laughs> the second one is always... Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and the theme music starts. But seriously, like I've probably sold close to 80 watches in the last three years. Maybe more. Wow. But, but like... Maybe maybe I'm over exaggerating, so whatever. Like plus or minus, probably minus ten. But like, there's a good amount I've sold. But like, there's not one that I miss. You sold more watches than I've ever had. The only one I ever missed missed was the uh, was the Nighthawk. And I I know that was kind of silly, but like now I have a Nighthawk again thanks to Mike. And uh, like I may not put it on every day, but I. I look at it, I'm like, there's no way that's leaving this house again, you know. I forgot that I sent that to you. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you like it. Oh, dude. Like, that is the only, I'm not huge on quartz watches that have a center second hand because of the tick. And I, I know that's a personal preference. Some people like it, some people don't. But there was something about that watch. And I don't know what it was. It's just a cool, it's a cool pilot's watch to me. Like, I don't know. It just it does a job and it does it pretty good. That's the coolest citizen watch you could get under like two or three hundred bucks in my opinion. That diver's cool too, the one Kevin has. The automatic one. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah. that one too. I like that one too. But I've never been a big citizen fan, but there's something about that one. To replicate your love of quartz, I need to get a JLC with a deadbeat seconds complication. It is. It's different, though. That's, that's <laughs> like they make it that way, and there's a lot of, you know, stuff that went into doing that. <laughs> it's like a resto mod. That's, that's my favorite complication. I think it is. It is the ultimate troll. Yeah. Just to like, just to look like a quartz watch. It is neat how it works too. Like it's it's pretty neat how they did that. Yeah. Because it's still beaten in there. You know, however many times it uh, it goes, but that second hand just. So is the, heck, the second hand just geared to like move on every fifth tick or something? Something like that. It's pretty neat. That's pretty sweet. I think that's how it works, but I don't actually know. Now I'm assuming it's driven just like a date wheel that it get enough revolutions. Yeah. It pushes it over, but like. That's a small cog. Yes, you have a small cog. You... <laughs> uh, I think there's a video on YouTube that you can watch how it works. It's kind of neat. I could just make Dr. Watcherman wind his up and then turn it upside down and then be like, show me how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a cool watch. I like, I like his collection, too. I like his, um, I like his collection of pulse meter watches and... Kind yeah, of, he's, he's, he's very focused. Yeah, it's cool that he's got like a 
theme. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like to think I sold the first watch on the Patreon Slack, and that was to, to Brian. He's got my uh, 6139 pulsations, whatever the number on that one was. Speaking of watches that you sold, did you, was it really you that did this? I think it's, was this you? Was this your mod from Surf and Seiko's? Yeah, I did that. How hard was that to do? Not hard at all. I don't know. I don't know how I, I came across this again just this past week, but I saw that and I was like, "That's that's a cool mod. I might want one of those." <laughs> the hardest part is finding the watch. Really? Are they are they tough to I, find because because of the mod? I don't think because of the mod. I just think they've been discontinued. Oh okay. I still have one of the bracelets laying around, and maybe the case. I mean, I said the K three eighty one. Is that what it is? Three eighty one, three eighty seven, four oh three something like that. We need to have a TBWS commemorative watch. I, I I think about that a lot. I feel like we've been around long enough to where it would be cool if uh, if a brand did something with us. But I feel like nobody would want to do anything with us. You never like, know. Worn and Wound has so many limited editions now, or not, not limited, but like special things. Honestly, who's the guy that makes the Joker and the uh, smiley face watches? And uh, Constantine Shaken. Yeah. yeah. Like, that guy should be the guy that gets in the collab with you guys. Just as a, like, it's just like, it's like, <laughs> like so, someone who makes watches, they're like, you know, a collective, like, fuck you to like, yeah, horology as a whole like is the perfect or one of the perfect brands like to like if you were to do one like I mean that's one that comes to mind to me so it's like the Joker watch but it's Kaz's face and he rolls his eyes is like is that that would be so it's just, be so just good. it's just working teeth spinning around yeah, yeah it would have to be it would have to be a brown brown dial well right I, I already said that it would be his face <laughs> we're saying the same thing Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I. I, I really don't think anybody takes us that seriously. But it, it would be kind of cool. Maybe maybe we should ask around. I mean, you, all they could do is say no. No. So I think my favorite thing that happens is that um, people ask me about watches, and then they send me links from TBWS to ask me about that, not knowing what that is, and they're like. Yeah, so I'm looking at this at this Digituna or something, right? Like, and they're like, "Yeah, I know the guy that wrote that article," and it's like, "I have one over here." Like, you know, and like, they 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 are just so, like so thoroughly owned by that. That's that's I think my favorite experience. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, we gotta. That's another thing we gotta. We have to pick the site back up. It, it's just so hard to keep up with. Um, like writing and everything and reviewing. I think, I think actually I'm going to write, I think I'm going to review a watch for the first time in years. Um, hopefully within the coming months, because it's just, we, we've been slacking hard on the, uh, on the website. Well, you know, uh, you know, I told, I told Kaz once upon a time, you know, I, I know that's a lot to do. 
I'm sure it is anyway. I don't do it. I have no idea. But I, I'm sure it's a lot to do, uh, you know, especially when it's not your livelihood. But I told Kaz, I mean, you've got a lot of, you know, you've got a lot of talented people uh, yeah. around. You know, you could obviously, you know, say, hey, you know, I don't know. Can you do this? Can you do that or whatever? And I'm sure they would. Like, I would. I just don't know how to do anything you know uh, yeah you, 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 you could do what uh, uh, watch clicker did with 40 and 20 and absorb uh, just watches oh is that what happened <laughs> he he makes he makes such better content than we than we ever will you honestly, know and Jason. <laughs> and I, you know i think Jason? even yeah Okay, just making sure you weren't talking about Will. Just no, 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 Jason. Jason Tricoli. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jason's... Uh, he's doing good you know, stuff. He's, he's talented with that, that stuff. And, you know, uh, Henry, I think, has been writing articles for Watch Clicker. Uh, I just... I'm sure that I could probably email them and be like, hey, buddy, you want me to write something for you? And they would... They might take me, but at the same time, I feel like then I would be ostracized. So only only for our I'm, own personal pleasure and joy. I'm a pretty I'm a pretty loyal person. I want to see this thing succeed. If you want it to succeed, if you want it to crash and burn, I, you know it's fine. It's fine. It's your thing. Yeah, we we wonder we wonder how far we want to take it. Um, right. It, it's not necessarily. Um, I think at this point, it's not so much. Uh, a watch website oh like we we need to keep up with hodinky or or you know warren and Mound or all these people I, i'm i'm more concerned about again keeping tbws as a space that feels different for people that consume watch content because you can just open up watchville every morning read the same like six articles every day but if you go to tbws i want it to feel a little bit different but the, yeah, the point is, right. the point is there's got to be something new there every day if if we are going to if we are going to do that so and it sucks because i mean like has has you know he started a new job not long ago i started a new job like 4 months ago and like i write at my job all day so it kind of sucks to like i don't know like punch the time card and then be like, all right, I'm going to do some more writing. So like some days it's, it's pretty difficult to, to just keep up with that. But we'll see, we'll see how it keeps going. I, I think I, I often wonder if it's worth um, tapping people and uh, having formal, formal contractors and all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure. Well, you know, it, it I mean, it, it might be. You know, you never know. I, I do it. It's entertaining for me. It gives me something to do, you know, and then I can go to work and go, look, guys, I do stuff. You know, you can you can hear me online or read something I would say won't. Uh, yeah. You know, 50 percent of them can't read. But, uh, you know, it's 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 fun, you know, I guess, to some extent, you know. Yeah. I would I would want to make it worth it for anybody that does contribute, um, and I, I I never know what's best, you know, pay people or do watches and stuff. It, it's it's weird, I don't know, because I've written for watch sites before, and you know the compensation of your time is 
it can be strange depending on who you write for. I never really know how to how to make it worthwhile for people. So that's maybe that's another reason that we we kind of are, are really slow on, on the site. Yeah, I think it's worth figuring out like how do you how do you market or capitalize on the word you know, the punk rock ethos, whatever you want to call it, just like we're different. We want to, you know, it's about enjoying it as opposed to be, yeah, waxing philosophical about, you know, truck nuts. It's, it's like, it doesn't need to be, right? Like, it's, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a big deal. Like, they're watches. Like, you know, whether it's someone spends 5000 to make it or 50 bucks to make it, it doesn't, you, there was right earlier, like, it does the same damn thing. Yeah, it's just like how, like, what is your comfort level and what's your enjoyment with it, and that should like that should be the focus, not the money or the scarcity or whatever. It's just like, yeah, I I, I don't care if my favorite watch is like you know fifty dollar watch or a five thousand dollar watch. It's like not that I'm going there, but it's just like it's what makes me happy, and that should be what it's all about. Like, yeah, and if if somebody comes in with a twenty dollar Tomex. You know, they they just they get they're getting the same thing out of it that you yeah. know watch unicorn gets out of it. Uh, you know, so I you know, and I don't I don't think a lot of uh, you know I get on uh, I don't read a lot on the internet uh, about watches. I I just can't catch the news here and there, but like I get on. Uh, Watchville once in a while or Warnham Lounge. And it's all a bunch of stuff I can't buy. You know, what's the point? That's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to, you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like when, uh, look at a Bugatti Veyron. Yeah. It's, you know, Bugatti Veyron is cool, but, uh, I can't buy one ever, you know, so, I don't know why they have every magazine has to have an article about it. I can't buy it, you know. Yeah. Let me read about the Corolla. Does it have a power seat? Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things that I want to try to bring back. We've done a couple of them, but it's the two broke column, uh, which is kind of fun because a lot of times we, um, you know, we we open up Watchville, like you said, Barrett and. There's just like a big news day. Like today, for example, was like those three new Patek, uh, I think, chronographs or something. And it's like, all right, that's what everyone is talking about. So if I, you know, if I want to be a serious watch website, is that what I need to be writing about right now? Uh, how do I contextualize that in, in a way that TBWS audience members would, would appreciate? Um, but it's, it's kind of difficult, you know, unless you, you have a, a very unique spin on it, which I think we can do. Um, but I, I, I never know if, again, a column like two broke is, is valuable. Yeah, I, I, I can't, unfortunately, I'm not good at making ideas. I'm good at talking about things, <laughs> having opinions about things, but I'm not good at making ideas. Mm. I don't That's know, why I, mean, I can't like... do YouTube. I can't do content. I don't know what the kids want to hear. I mean, I would love to see like uh, some sort of like analytical s section. Like, I mean, like 
hardcore breakdowns of movements and like just Alex in the shitter corner. Like just like that for me, for me, like that would be fun. Like, is it a shitter? And then just like, <laughs> like, I mean, like that would be, that would be, I don't know. I don't know how long you can go on with that, but like, that would be super entertaining. That could did be you, fun. Uh, did speaking of analytical breakdowns of movements, Damon did that one on the Venus 170 and it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, He's very yeah. knowledgeable about that old stuff. I like, yeah, I, I like those historical articles, and I like the all the video content that has ever come out of the site. Like it's all good. It's um, all the video content it's because it's not um, super highly produced and marketing stuff. It comes across as a lot more entertaining. Did do you think we should do a TBWS TikTok account? I think we should do a TBWS uh, Snapchat account. Never. Right. It's, a <laughs> it's a pay. It's a pay. Well, it's like it's like the OnlyFans, right? Obviously, it's it's a it's a pay-only thing. Oh man. I also wonder if I should just like hire Archie Luxury for a couple columns. Yes, yes. Please, please do that. <laughs> Make my life complete. I'd be so happy. <laughs> like, could you imagine if that guy got his own column on the website? That that could be kind of fun. The most insane thing that's ever what happened. A, what a what a total lunatic. But we could get on his fridge, right? Like for not that much money. Like we could make that happen. That's within the Patreon dollars. We could do that. That is, that is true. That is true. You know, part of, part of the reason that I, I posted what I did in the Slack yesterday was, you know, I, I really want to make sure that people feel like they're getting the most out of the Slack channel for their contribution. And, you know, honestly, if it means paying for ad space on Archie's fridge, I think we can make that happen. I actually forgot that I paid. <laughs> I know it comes out every month, but I forgot. And then you said something. I was like, oh, that's where that extra money goes. <laughs> oh, man. That would be hysterical, though, to get leads from Archie Luxury coming to the site. Like, oh, man. Yeah. I'll tell you, uh, tell you what, gents, I hate to hate to go but i've got to get up and go to work at seven in the morning yeah it's getting kind of late i've got to force feed myself with tacos oh. That's orally or rectally both <laughs> it will be one of each no doubt i had tacos for you tonight. And one burning the candle at both ends yeah. because i'm going to be use fire sauce Wash your hands before you uh... so do anything. You... Rub your eyes. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of rubbing your eyes, um, I have a good buddy, and I'll, maybe maybe we can close out with this story if, if, if everyone's looking to go to bed. My buddy is a bit of a character, and um, his wife went away for the weekend, and he did as Steve would do. He just went you know to his room sorry he went to the closet got a bottle of lotion went to his room got his phone and uh, prepared to have a spectacular spank session well the lotion he picked was self-tanner oh no oh my god there's so the palm of his hand and his uh his, his dick his fucking Brown. Oh God! There's no hiding that at church. <laughs> the, the hand or the dick? <laughs> it's like, why is your hand brown? Uh. 
But yeah, that that's that was something he, he did. Shoe and sock. Nice. Yeah. I miss my buddy. I'm not going to top that story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We good? Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for showing up. This was a good recording, I think. This was fun. We should do this more often. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Good catching up. Yeah. Thanks, thanks guys. Yeah, anytime. Peace. Have a great night.